0: Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina, comedy content creator, recording artist, and actor, and you are listening to Nick Talks. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Nick Talks. And of course, as soon as I start saying like, hey, welcome, my dog starts making a whole bunch of fucking noise. (laughs) Uh, Today, I am literally just going to do a review of the Eternals movie. Um... And um and with this I try to be as um I try to be as non-biased as possible because everybody knows that I prefer Marvel heavily over DC or like literally any other comic book uh universe um for many reasons um but I I try to be as fair as possible and I try to go t- into every movie with um basically no expectations um because um, that's how I find is the best way to f- fucking judge a movie and enjoy a movie. Um, I think very often as comic book fans, we'll go into these movies with all these expectations that we build, like based on our limited knowledge, our knowledge of the comics and stuff, and the universe thus far. But I'll, but limited knowledge as to like literally what the fuck is being built up to um and of course I'm talking mostly about the Marvel uh fandom. And so I'm just going to preface, you know, preface all preface my review by saying all that. Like that is my method. Um I'm looking like I'm looking at all the all the um the outlets, news, entertainment news outlets and they are absolutely bashing this movie and Um, Destroying it, dragging it through the streets, Um, and and into that, I'm gonna say like, was Eternals like the best stand like the best standalone Marvel movie? No, but it was not a trash can movie. Like, it was not a trash can fire of a movie. I give it a B, Um, and I'm gonna tell you why. First of all, like it's very challenging to introduce, you know, ten new characters into a universe that we've already that we've built over like a decade and a half or so, like almost a decade and a half. Um, and and so going in, you know, going in with that disappointment of not seeing your favorites like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, and Tom Holland, Benedict, like you name it, like going in with that. You know, frustration. I feel like you're already not giving the movie a chance. Um, and so, um, <clears throat> and so I, you know, I went into the movie with that expectation. I'm like, this is all new. These are all new characters, and I have to go in with a fresh, fuck- a fresh fucking mind. And it's really hard to introduce like 10 new characters to an already established universe. A lot of people have said that Eternals probably would have been better as a show. I. I agree. The Eternals would have been a fucking bomb ass show because there was just a lot of elements introduced at once. Um, but again, I went in with the expectation that this is a setup movie. Like this is a movie made basically to introduce new elements in to the universe, and they chose the format of a movie. And so I already went in, you know, expecting like this is probably going to be a lot. Um, it, because the, the lore, the, the Marvel lore that it introduced um, is it probably equal to the amount of lore introduced in the series Loki. And that, like I said, that took a series. And so I think the Eternals would have been a great series. But for whatever reason, they decided to go the route of a movie. Maybe it's because, you know, introducing the TVA and, you know... It, and and the Celestials in the form of two shows. Maybe that maybe they decided that would have been too much to do um, TV wise. Even though I'm sure they had the budget to do it, but they chose the form of a movie. And I you know I accept that it moved a little slow uh, at times. But honestly, that's because uh, I think that for the subject matter that it was addressing, and just for the you know just. Just the story itself, the, the style of Chloe Zhao was perfect. It was very artistic. It was very cerebral. Somebody in my comment section described it as that. And I'm like, yes, yeah, cerebral, cerebral is a really good term um, to, to describe it. And if you know any of Chloe Zhao's work, and you know her style, you will go in with that expectation of this is Chloe's work, and you know the kind of stu- you know what her style is. You know that she is very she's very stylistic. So that's another expectation that I think people kind of measured incorrectly, and also because like it's unlike any other Marvel movie that we've seen, like um, you know done by the Russo brothers, and you know or you know, Taika Waititi, um, you know, just non-stop action-pack um, shit and quips and stuff. Um, again, all things that worked, mostly because we've gotten to know these characters for over a decade. Um, this was more like a celebration of um, the diversity of Earth and humankind, and I loved it for that, honestly. Um there is a lot of features of you know different cultures around the world, um, you know Mesopotamia, the Ganges River civilization before it was India, um, you know Amazon, Tenochtitlan, uh, like the, all these ancient civilizations that we learn about in school. You know they highlighted them and they highlighted some modern you know cultures as well. Um, you know I thought it was absolutely I thought that was I thought that was gorgeous. Um, and just from the promo and the trailers and stuff, I could tell that that's where it was going. And so again, I went into the movie with that expectation that this is what it's going to be. Um, <clears throat> and so I thought that it was—I thought that it was, you know, really, really gorgeous. For that, I can see that if you were, if you were expecting anything like what Marvel has done before, you'd probably grade this movie a C or a D if you go in with that expectation. The thing about me is that I believe that having those expectations is not the right way to approach going about this movie or any movie. If you're, you know, people have, you know, talked about, you know, whether or not Marvel is going to be able to produce another Endgame or live up to Endgame and people forget um, that it took... 11 years to come to endgame like it took 11 years to build up to that and back in 2008 um, The MCU as we know it was not even a twinkle in the eye of anybody All John Favreau wanted to do was make one good movie with Iron Man and then that grew into what we see today like and uh, Not a lot of people know that The MCU was truly a Cinderella story that nobody expected to work um and so, um, Jack, come here, come here. Oh God, glass of beer. And so, so to expect anything of Endgame caliber or excitement just mere a few years after it is not realistic. Um, and and of course, if uh, you know, if you have those expectations for every project that comes after, of course you're going to be disappointed. I've seen people say that, like, well, I think No Way Home is gonna measure up to Endgame. And I'm like, okay, maybe it will. I don't think it will. Like, maybe I think it's gonna be a great movie. I don't think it's gonna measure up to Endgame. But also, you have the bias of having known these fucking characters for a long time. And forget Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch. We're reintroducing, possibly, like, the previous two Spider-Man, and definitely, and we confirmed, like, previous, you know, um, villains from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, Doc Ock, like the bias is huge there like for all of us we're already familiar with these characters so the hype for this comes from a deep, it <laughs> comes from a very deep place. Um, So of course, you're going to probably have a different reaction to that project than you did from Eternals. But having the same expectations for every single Marvel movie in that way, I think, is a wrong way of approaching it. So So if you go in with these preconceived expectations built solely off of what you as a comic book fan or an MCU fan want to see and what you're used to seeing, and you don't pay attention to the timing, where we are, You know in the in the fucking universe you know the the possible decisions of are you gonna make a storyline a show or a movie the fucking producer of the movie you know um, in the fate and the stage that we're at in this next phase of Marvel which is world building if you throw all that out the window of course you're gonna be disappointed um, by this film you will um, and you're most likely to rate it a failure and I think that's why a lot of these outlets are rating it a failure But I believe that um, And I think like I said, this is a big problem with comic book fans It's like we don't go to the movies to be entertained or to be shown anything anymore We just want to see what we want to see we want We want you know our visions of things to come to life and um, and of course, as a creator as well, I can also appreciate how difficult creating is and storyboarding and all that stuff. So maybe that's another, you know, perspective that I have that a lot of people don't. Um, but I think I do think that's a big problem with comic book fans is that you know we each have these notions of what we want to see, and when we don't get exactly what we want. We get upset. As successful as Endgame was, there's still people that were not satisfied with like Infinity War and Endgame and upset that they didn't include every single fucking detail that was in the Infinity Gauntlet comic book. And I have to, and I'm always saying about that, I'm like, you can't, you cannot translate all the details of a book into a movie, not even two movies. You just fucking can't. If they had tried to introduce everything in Infinity Gauntlet into Infinity War and Endgame, it would have been even more to it would have been even more new shit to process than was what was in Eternals and i don't think it even though it was a lot in Eternals i don't think it was you know too too much it was a lot though it was a lot, so maybe for some people it was too much. But like I, said, I give the movie an overall B. I'm going to go see it again, because I thought it was a gorgeous movie and I really did enjoy it. I'm gonna go see it again, I probably will go see it um, this week. Uh, if not for enjoyment, at least to get some, sm- some more skits out of it. <laughs> I have at least two more to do and I've done like, I think probably will have like about 10 eternal skits f- for this week. Um, um, but yeah, that's my review. I give it the movie a general B. Um, and I've seen, and I've seen some other people make some really good points of like, as you know, as extensive as the MCU is now, um, and we don't just have movies now; we have shows and stuff. Like, it's really, uh, it's really hard to be able to judge a single Marvel movie without uh, considering it as part of a collective you know a part of the entire universe and every movie has its part to play Thor Ragnarok was a low-rated movie in the MCU but it's a fan favorite like I can I feel like I can speak for a lot of people when I say that it's a fan favorite it's fucking hilarious it was a comic relief that was very much needed before the very grim storyline of infinity war Um, so like back then people were saying it was too goofy it was too stupid so honestly like people are gonna be like You're never gonna please everybody and someone is always gonna find something fucking wrong with every single project ever But you know every movie has its part to play and like someone said like you know This movie is definitely more of a cerebral um, Aesthetic type movie and if you go in expecting that I think that you're gonna enjoy it I think that you're gonna enjoy it and I think that you'll give it a B you might even give it an A But if you go in already prepared to be disappointed first of all um Either by prior reviews or by having your own expectations that cannot be fucking guaranteed because you're not in the writer's room, of course you're going to be disappointed. And you have, and, and that goes for every movie. Like you have, you have the potential to be disappointed for every single movie if you don't consider these things. Um, so that's my take on it. I highly suggest that you go see it because Chloe, I, I really think Chloe did, really did her thing on it. Ramin Jawadi did the score, which is the same guy that did the Iron Man score, so it's pretty dope. Um, and uh, the different characters and storylines, even though there are a lot of characters, there is some pretty good fucking relationships in there. Of course, um, the first openly LGBTQ couple uh, in the MCU, um, which I can't even imagine how wonderful that must feel because I'm not a part of that community. But I can't even imagine how wonderful it must feel to finally see that representation on film. Um, and I'm and I'm seeing you know I'm seeing comment sections everywhere with you know members of the LGBTQ community just bursting with tears and pride about that. And I'm so happy about that. Um, and also you know representation for the deaf community, um, the character Makari, and that's fucking awesome. Like you know it truly is. A, it's, it's 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 truly a fantastic movie for representation and um and also I think that is something that pisses a lot of people off uh, for some reason diversity and representation are trigger words for um, <laughs> for far right conservative people and um, and those people will just never be happy, so I really don't even consider their <laughs> opinions on anything because those people will never be happy and I always point out that every time Marvel has. A uh, a project that screams even the slightest bit of representation or diversity um, reviews are reviews always tank reviews literally always tank for that project um, or or, or, is, or is attempted they really tried it with Shang Chi we saw it coming we knew they were going to do that it seemed like Disney well Disney Studios was like actually trying or people there were trying to tank it before it even began and I think a lot of factors played into that. Um, our over awareness that this was the first you know this was this was the first Marvel movie with basically an all Asian cast and with the expectation that they were going to try and tank it and so I think that we all a whole bunch of us showed out in for full, full force the Asian community as well as the black community um, because we've always had a very uh, we've had a, we've had a close relationship with the Asian community for a long time um, and a lot of you know a lot of cultural um, um, cultural sharing or you know cultural appreciation from you know from side to side and um, and we knew that they tried to do the same thing with Black Panther and we um, a lot of us you know stood in solidarity and we're like we're gonna a lot of us are gonna try and turn out for Shang Chi the same way we did for Black Panther and me having a you know an Asian husband you know this is definitely you know it was a big deal for me because like you know, my kids are, my kids are gonna be Asian and so like. You know this you know for them to have this representation is going to be great And so like we all turned out in full force for shang chi and we broke fucking box office records um, Just like we did for black panther um, because we knew that they were sabotaging it And so we fought we fought back in full force, but like for falcon and the winter soldier I remember when that show was going on they were you know they were touting they were saying that falcon and winter soldier was the worst Marvel project yet um and there's people still saying it um, and um, I which I think is absolute bullshit um, Because it's very obvious that once the issue of race was raised in that show Which was literally fucking inevitable if you thought that that wasn't gonna happen You're fucking crazy with all the death threats that Anthony Mackie got, which all the pushback Um, That happened when Sam Wilson was basically knighted as the next Captain America if you did if you thought that that was not gonna be addressed You're fucking stupid like I'm just gonna say it like you're really fucking stupid and any you know And just any time that you know things like this that trigger, you know, white heteronormative conservative culture um, You know the reviews always go a certain way always always fucking does Um, And so honestly like that's a viewpoint that i know is going to bomb any movie that shows any diversity or representation And so I consider the source of these reviews, and I don't consider those opinions to even be valid. um, Because just, you know, as a black woman, just haven't been invalidated for so fucking long and being told how much I'm not wanted and not desirable. Um, Those are opinions that I literally don't even fucking care about anymore. I don't give a fuck about people that are like, well, you gotta, you know, you gotta consider people whose opinions are, are different than yours. Yeah, not when it invalidates me as a human being, I don't no that no i don't i don't have to consider there i don't i don't have to i don't have to subject myself to that so i really don't really consider um them as a whole you know opinions if they are you know rating this movie low or they're rating a project low i'm like mm, i don't trust it like you've literally lost all credibility with me uh, i found that a lot of people of color though uh when you see them giving thoughts a lot of them not all but a lot giving thoughts on the movie, uh, a lot of them really, really like it. A lot of them really, really like it. Um, But that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, I will leave you to your own devices to go see the movie. I would tell you if it wasn't worth like going and giving it a fucking shot. Like if it was an absolute trash can fire of a movie and I've seen some trash can fire movies, I would just say don't go. Um, But even though, even, even if it was bad, I would say don't. I would say go because I... I have a need to to formulate my own opinions about stuff and not have people tell me what it is and so if I'm saying if I if I'm gonna say a project is bad I want to have seen it with my own eyes and I want it to be my opinion not something that somebody fed to me not something that I read off a fucking vulture or cnn um or or e magazine like I don't you know, I, I want to formulate my own fucking opinion, and so even if it was a, even if it was a bad movie, I would I'd still give you some element of like, hey, you know, go check it out um, and see what you think. Um, this is what I think, but go see what you think. And so I'm gonna tell you, I rate the movie a B. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna go see it again, and I highly recommend that you go in. And I I highly recommend that you watch it. And I think that if you have the right expectations, if you manage your expectations in the right way, you will enjoy it. But if you don't, you very well might not. And that's not something I can help. That's not something that Chloe Zhao can help. (laughs) Um, It's not something that anyone can help, only you can. And that's my advice to you regarding this movie and regarding literally any movie that you go see um because you know creating a movie takes so much work and so much time and i appreciate uh the people that do you know i I appreciate all the work that goes into it um and so if you weren't aware of you know these things to consider when seeing a film I hopefully this is hopefully these are things that you think about Um, the next time you go to see a Marvel movie or just literally any movie Um, so yeah I think one of the next episodes I'm gonna do I really want to talk about like DC and Marvel and just how I like how I feel that um, kind of rivalry has um, evolved Over the years, um, especially with the birth of the MCU, having literally changed the superhero genre for forever, I feel. Um, But I think that will be my next episode. But again, go see Eternals. I enjoyed it. I really, really hope that you do because it really is beautiful. Um, Thank you so much for listening. This is one of my longer episodes. (laughs) Um, But I had a lot a lot to talk about, so um, make sure you follow me on all my other social media <clears throat> Instagram, TikTok, Twitter um, at Nikki Marina N I C Q U E M A R I N A, and then also on YouTube as Nikki Marina N I C Q U E space M A R I N A. You'll find me. Um, I'm y- 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 like, yeah, you'll find me. I have like 163 subscribers, like, you'll know what account it is. Um And I post all my TikToks and stuff on there, too, as well as other rants and uh, song covers and stuff like that. So thank you so much for listening to Nick Talks, and I will catch you guys later. Hey guys, this is Nikki Marina. Thank you so much for listening to Nick Talks. If you like these free episodes, please go and become a Vibranium-level patron on Patreon so that you can have full access to all episodes of Nick Talks, including some really awesome exclusive interviews with some fellow uh people in the anime community on tiktok and such so go to patreon.com slash nikki marina to check out the vibranium tier so you can get access to all of those but for now enjoy these free episodes